Today's daf is Bavakama daf ayin ches, and we are seven lines from the bottom of daf ayin zayin omid beis kelayin. Today's daf is being learned as a schos for Achenu bnei Yisrael and Asuna b'tzara v'shivya. Today's daf is also being learned leilu nishmas zisol Braina bas abelio and leilu nishmas Reb Moshe ben Reb David. That's Mr. Roby Flegman. May today's learning. So, at the end of yesterday's daf, the Gemara brought a b'raisa that discussed someone who steals an animal that's kalayan, or someone that steals an animal that was a trefa. The b'raisa said, If somebody stole an animal that's kalayan and shechted it, trefa umachra, or someone stole an animal that's a trefa and sold it, the halacha is that this ganev will be subject to the laws of Dalad Vehe. Now, at the end of yesterday's daf, the Gemara discussed the seifa of this b'raisa. Ganev trefa u machra mishalim tashlume arba The beginning of today's daf is going to discuss the ratio of the b'raisa, and that is ganav kelayim v'tafcha. If someone steals an animal, that's kelayim, and he shechts it, the b'raisa says, he's going to be chayiv dal Now, kelayim, of course, is an animal that was born from a mixed breed. The mother and the father are not of the same species. The tzir, Rashi says, of kelayim, as it relates to the halachas of dal is where one parent of this animal was a sheep and the other parent of this animal was a goat. The reason there's a discussion of whether or not one should be chay of Dalad Vehei in that case is because the laws of Dalad Vehei relate to a shoir or a seh. It says in the Torah, ki yignav ish shoir oiseh. A shoir is an ox. A seh is either a sheep or a goat. This animal comes from both a sheep and a goat, as a result, technically, regardless of whether you look at its paternal yichas or maternal yichas, it's a set. And it's for that reason there's a discussion of whether or not one would be chayv dal v'hei if he's tovachu machar kalayim. What is the halacha? The b'risa was pretty clear. The b'risa said, ganav kalayim v'tovcha, the din is that you pay dal v'hei. Incidentally, the Gemara also mentioned at the end of yesterday's daf that although the b'risa says, ganav kalayim v'tovcha, v'tovcha is lav davcha, but the same would be true if it was umachra. So, say regarding utfacha, say regarding umachara, if somebody steals kalayim, uh, offspring from a sheep and a goat, the halacha is, he pays dal v'hei. Mara is going to begin with a kasha on this price of kelayim. Is that true? That you have a parish of Dal Vahe as it relates to kelayim. What's the kasha? Sexive. It says in the Torah the word se. Okay, we just said se can mean either a sheep or a goat. This animal is a se, mamon of shach. But for Amar Rav, the problem is Rav said, Zebana of Kamokim Shinemar se, Enoi Elo, Lahoitzi as a kelayim. There's one place in the Torah where it says the word se, and from that one place we learn that just like in that parsha, sem means either a 100% sheep or a 100% goat, but if it's kalayim, it would not be considered se. So too, in Kala Kula, wherever it says the word se, it's lohitsi asakalayim. And being that it says se, the parsha dal vehe, freak the Gemara, how does 
this Brysa Shtim with Rava's Memra that Kolmokim Shenemar Se Enoi Elohitzi. Now, Rava said that, how do I know Kolmokim Shenemar Se Enoi Elohitzi? Zebonov. Because there's one place in the Torah where it says the word Se, and over there it's Lohitzi Asakalayim, and that serves as a Binyanav, one of the Yudgim Umidah Shatar Nidrashas Behem, that so too everywhere else that it says the word Se, it's Lohitzi Asakalayim. It's a big Machloik Israshi and Toysfis. What exactly that one place where it says the word se is, that is the binyanat for every other place that it says se. If you want to see it inside, it's Toysfus Dibra Maschul Ze Bono of Ayin Either way, says the Gemara, you know what the answer is, Shani Hacha. This parish is different. The Amakra, it says in the Torah, Oi, and from the word Oi, we learn the Rabbi says Akalai. Meaning, it's true, wherever it says the word se by itself, it's Lohitzi Asakalayim. But if it would say oise, the word oy is l'rabois, and that's marbekalayim. And in our parish of Dal Behe, it says v'chiyignoiv ish shor oise. The word oy is l'rabois. Says the Gemara, is that true? V'chol oy l'rabois. So every time it says the word oy, it's l'rabois as hakalayim. Atani ben to the bride. So it says in the Torah shor oy chesev oy eis kiyivale. That parish is talking about the ikur halacha of kachim, and it says that if a Animal is born. You have to wait seven days before you bring it as a carbon. Just like a child that's born, a boy. There's a hakrova that's done. The carbon milo. And when is that done? The same is true as it relates to an animal. It's only that's yeirotza. But the Torah over here says shor oikesef. And we know, in fact, the Brisa says that from the fact that the Torah said shor oikesef, that an animal that's kalayim is posolakrov, but you can't bring it as a carbon. It says the word oy a second time, oy is pratlanidma. That's coming to be memait, an animal that's a nidma. Now, what's a nidma? It's going to come up a few times in the course of the daf. A nidma is an animal that's not kalayim. However, it doesn't look like any one of its parents, meaning the father and mother of this animal are both sheep, and this animal looks like a goat. So, not that it doesn't look like its parents, but it looks like the same species. We're talking about where it's nidma. Something's very, very off. And the sheep, Ke'ilu, gave birth to a goat. The bottom line is, from the fact that it says, Shor Oichesev, we learn from there, Pratlikalayim. And from the fact that it says, Shor Oichesev, Oyeis, we learn Pratlinidma. But what we need is, that you have the word Oy, and Oy is coming, Lema'it Esakalayim. So, Frank, how could you tell me, Ki'ignav is Shor Oyse, is Lerabos, Es Hakalayim, we find Faket, Shor Oichesev Oyeis, the Oichesev is Lemayet Asakalayim. Amar Rabbis, Rabbis said, Hachemen Yon and the Krav, Hachemen Yon and the Krav. Meaning, the word Oy in a vacuum is not necessarily Marbekalayim, it's not necessarily Moitzi Kalayim, but rather you always have to look at the context. And based on that, you'll be able to figure out whether this word Oy should be Marba or whether this word Oy should be Memay. In the context of Dalad Vehei, it makes sense that Oy should be Marba. In the context of Kachem, it makes sense that over here in our Sugya we were learning the halachas of Gneva where it says meaning what are the two animals that the Torah is talking about where is the oy situated between it's a shor and a set now as it relates to a shor or a set it's impossible to make these two animals to create some hybrid offspring 
Physically, it's not possible. And it's for that reason, we assume that Kelayim is Mimela, excluded from this parsha. Thus, if it says the word oi, lirabba is kalayim, it's probably coming to be marbekalayim. However, as it relates to kachim, where does it say the word oi? Kesef ve'ez. Shor oi chesef oi ez. Now, it is possible to have this hybrid offspring that comes from a sheep and a goat. Therefore, you would have thought that maybe memela kalayim should be included. Thus, oi lemayetu, therefore the word oi is memayet. Frey to Gemara, v'gabi kachim nami nema shor oi chesef, she'ena tiyochel ohitzi kalayim mibeneem, v'narbi, meaning the parasha of kachim said, shor oi chesef oi yes. There's two ois. One oi is in between shor and chesef, and the other oi is between chesef oi yes. Now, as it relates to chesef oi yes, and ochinami, that's something where it's yochel lohitzi kalayim mibeneem. But as it relates to shor oi kesef, it's iata yochel lohitzi kalayim mibeneem. If you're telling me that if the word oi is situated between two animals where you can't be moitzi kalayim mibeneem, we assume that the word oi is coming to be marba esakalayim. So, freik de gemara, how do you know to be mamayit kalayim by kachim from Kesef Oyez maybe be marba kalayim by kachim from shor oy kesef. Just like kiyignoif is shor oy sen, dal behe is marba kalayim, so shor oy kesef kiyivole should also be marba kalayim. Now it's true it says kesef Oyez, which is mamayit kalayim, but my chazes, mehechatesi, I have a riboy for kalayim just as much as I have a miut for kalayim. But the Gemara says, mid the sefer lamayit, the reason we don't say that is because being that the sefer, the second oi, which is between kesef oi that's for sure coming to be mamayit. So we assume that the reish is also coming to be mamayit. Why don't I say fakert? Mid the reish is sefer nami lerabo. You say that the first oi in the Torah is coming to be marba kalayim and the sefer is also coming to be marba. The Gemara says, haimai. Yeah, mid bishlomi lamayit. Bishlomi, if you're going to tell me that the ois in this pasuk are coming to be mamayit, then I understand who the itzrich tremiyuti. I understand why the Torah wrote the word oi twice. What's the two? One is coming to be memayit kalayim, and the other one is coming to be memayit nidma. And the reason I need two is the avagav to imit kalayim, because even though kalayim was already excluded, it's rechlemutayim nidma. I still need a second oi to be memayit nidma, because nidma and kalayim are not the same thing. So maybe kalayim is excluded, where taka comes from a mixed situation, but as it relates to Nidma, where it doesn't, it just looks funny, so maybe over there it would be included. So I understand if the Ois and this Pasuk are coming to be Memait, then I get why you need to Eliyam or the Rabbis, but if you're going to tell me that it's coming, the Rabbis, Trey Ribuyim Lomali, why would I need to Ribuyim? Meaning, if I have one riboy, I know to be marbe kalayim, and the Gemara's cash is, Hashto Kalayim Irbile Nidma Miboy, once I'm marbe kalayim, so it's so obvious I should be marbe Nidma as well. Now the Rishonim asks that if you have one riboy, and it's more obvious to be marba nidma than it is to be marba kalayim. How do you know that the one riboy would be marba kalayim and I would know be kavachomer to be memai, to be marba nidma? Maybe be marba nidma and not be marba kalayim. Thus, even if oyes lerabbis, I would need to. But the bottom line is what the Gemara says is that Rova said a klal komokim shenemarse eno yelo lohitzias hakalayim. Frank the Gemara, we have a brayso. That says that if somebody steals kalayim, he's chayiv to dalad vehe. And it says the word se, and for the Gemara, it's true it says se, but it says oise, and oyez l'rabbe sasa kalayim. Freight the Gemara, oyez marba kalayim, avim afurish abraisa that says in the parish of Kochim that oyez mimayit kalayim. So that doesn't seem to work. 
And for the Gemara, hachem menyana de krav, hachem menyana de krav. Meaning, you always have to look at the context. Oi sometimes is marba, and oi sometimes is memai. In the context of Dal Dei, it makes sense that oi should be marba. In the context of Kachan, it makes sense that oi should be memai. Why? Mechatesi, vashtet by Dal Dei, that makes you think be marba, and vashtet by Kachan, that makes you think be memai. It's not so much the parish of Dal Dei versus the parish of Kachan. It's not so much Bavakama versus Vachim. It's the specific animals that the Torah is talking about when it uses the word oi. Shor oi seh, being that a shor and seh are not shaykh to producing an animal that's kalayim. So immediately the gisha to this pasuk is kalayim is probably excluded. Thus oi, which is coming to counter that, is l'rabes desak kalayim. As opposed to shor oi kesef oyeiz, where kesef and eiz are shaykh to producing kalayim. So there the gisha, the approach is, Probably to include Kalayim. Thus, if it says the word I, it's Lema'it es So, Rabba said a rule that wherever it says the word Se, it's Lohitsi es We know that there's now at least one exception to that rule, and that is the parish of Dalve, where it says the word Se, and Kalayim is included. Additionally, we have a little more information in this Indian. Where it says in the Torah, Shor oy chesef oy eiz. didn't say the word said there, but al koponim, we do have a drusha that as it relates to all kachim, kalayim is going to be excluded. So the Gemara asks, When Rava did say his halacha, meaning the one case where it says very clearly which serves as a binyan after call Torah kula, that that's always the way it is what is that other parish in the Torah that's learned out from Kachim? is it for Kachim? meaning the Torah does use the word se in the context of Kachim. So is that what it's referring to we just brought a b'raisa that teaches me not from the word se but from the word so it can't be that's what Rava was referring to Rava didn't have to make up a drosha to teach me why Kalim is excluded from Kachim. I have a b'raisa that already learned it out from the word oi. Now, maybe I need it for the parashna of Maiser Behema. By Maiser Behema, there too, the halacha is that kalayim is excluded. How do I know that? Maybe it's because it says the word seh, and wherever it says seh, it's lahitzias hakalayim. But the Gemara says, I don't need Rava's new jirasha to teach me that Maisa Behema is excluded. Why? Because tachas tachas yalav mikachim. It says the word tachas by Maisa Behema, and it says tachas by your general kachim. And we learn from there that any halacha that applies to kachim applies to Maisa Behema. And if by kachim it's lahitzias hakalayim, by Maisa Behema it's also going to be lahitzias hakalayim. Either bechar, maybe it's for a bechar, an animal that's a bechar. Says the Gemara, Havara, Havara, Yalaf me Meiser. There too, I have a Gzerah Rashi says that the one Havara is Vahavarta Kopeter Rechem, this week's parasha, and the other Havara is Vacholashe Yavar. But the bottom line is, once I have by Meiser a halacha that Kalayim is excluded, so I know by Bechar it's excluded as well. Inami, or I can even tell you another Makar, Nidma Amritloi. I know from a different place that. Uh, nidma is excluded from the parasha of Bechar. How do I know that? The Chesivit says, Ach Bechar Shar. So the Pasik over there is talking about the Bechar and it says as follows, Ach Bechar Shar, Oy Bechar Kesef, Oy Bechar Ez. And Chazal learned from the fact that the term mentions the word Bechar, Bechar, Bechar so many times, Ach Yehu Shar, U Bechar Reshar. It's coming to teach me that the Bechar has to be mamish like the 
parent. Ach bechor shar, where the bechor is doimit to the shar. Oy bechor kesser, where the bechor is doimit to the kesser. Lemayet esan nidma. And if I know nidma is excluded, so kalayim niboya, then certainly kalayim is going to be excluded. So the Gemara doesn't understand where exactly is it nogeya. This halacha of rova that kol mokim shenem maseh it's loitzi esakalayim. It's not bavakama, right? Because in bavakama it's the rabbis esakalayim and kachim. I have another makar. Maisa vehema is learned out from kachim. Bechar either is learned out from Maisa vehema or I know minei ubei from nidma. But the bottom line is where is a negeya? So the Gemara says elukiyitma the rova in petach hamar. You have to say rova's halacha was negeya the sugya of petach hamar. So what's the halacha petach hamar? If somebody has a bechar that's a hamar, the halacha is it has kedusha. It's a chiddush even though it's a non-kosher animal, but still it's subject to the laws of bechar. Stating that you can't be makriv. The chamar on the mezbeach. So the Torah says that if you have a chamar, what you should do is you should redeem it with a set, take the set, and bring that as a carpet. Let's say you don't want to do that. But the bottom line is, what is the animal that's used for pidyon chamar? It's a set. Says the Mishnah, when it comes to being pidyon chamar, you can't be pidyon away by eagle, not with a calf, or by chaya, for by shkuta, for by trefa, for by kalayim, for by kvi. The point is that it says before in the Mishnah that you can't be pidyon with a kalayim. What's the makar to that? Now, what kind of kalayim would you think you could be pidyon with? The offspring again of a sheep and a goat. Why? Because although it says in the Torah said, they're both technically set. Mitzada of Mitzada aim, they're both a set. But the Mishnah says you can't. What's the Makar? Must be. It's Rabbi Zalacha. There's a binyan av from elsewhere that wherever it says in the Torah, the word said, says the Gemara, the Rabbi Loza, the Matabikalayim. Rabbi Loza's Chilukan in that Mishnah. The Tanah, Rabbi Loza, Matabikalayim. Mipnesha who said, because. He holds Kalayim is a set. Zilbasar Ab, Zilbasar Aim. It's going to be a set. So obviously, the Binyan Av of Rav is not coming to Hoytzi. Set of Pidyan Chamar. Why? Because Se is actually included. So if that's the case, the Mai Hilchisa, where then is it? Naigeya, Amalak Rav Laza. So Rav Laza is going to tell you, Kid Madir Rav. Rav must have said as Allah regarding something else. What is that something else? L'tomei Shenoilad Min HaTahar. The ibure minatome. So we're talking about where a kosher animal and a non-kosher animal mated. A child came out, and the child was of the non-kosher animal variety. Rashi betchilas asugya. This is going to change in a few lines. Says that the case was a para, which is a kosher animal. Sheyolda sus gave birth to a horse. Had that happened, because the other sus, because the father was a horse. So you have a father that's a sus, a mother that's a para. Father's a non-kosher animal, mother's a kosher animal. They gave birth to this non-kosher animal. The halach is that the non-kosher animal that's born is going to be non-kosher. Meaning, you could argue, maybe it should be kosher. Incidentally, when it comes to humans, if you have a situation like this, where the father's an any Yehudi, and the mother's a Yehudist, the child is kosher, right? But when it comes to an animal, it's not that way. The halach is, it's going to be non-kosher. What's the makar to it? Zok Gemara, the makar is going to be Rava's halacha. That, the halacha is, it's always Okay, and how does it translate to that parasha? So if you look at the Hemshech of that Rashi, Rashi says, it says over there, Zoysa Behema, Asher Toichlu Shor Se 
Ksavim. It says the word seh. Seh is lahoitzi as What kind of kalayim are we coming to be moitzi? This type of kalayim. So this is where it's nageya. Ravos halacha. And the Gemara says, do like Rabbi Yeshua. This drasha has to be not like Rabbi Yeshua. The ir Rabbi Yeshua. Because if it's going according to Rabbi Yeshua, then misek sovim vesei izim nafkele. Rabbi Yeshua learns this halacha. I mean, he agrees that if a sus and a potter would mate and have a child that looks like a sus, so the halacha is the child would be non-kosher, but he doesn't need Rav's binyanab in order to teach this to me. He learns it from somewhere else. He learns it from the fact that it says in that very same pasuk, it says, se ksovim vesei izim. Zois habehem ashet hechelu shor se ksovim vesei izim. And from the Lushen of Ksavim and Izim, we learned that even though a set theoretically could be from a Kesef and an Ez Tazamen, but Ksavim, you need both parents to be a Kesef, or Izim, you need both parents to be an Ez. But the bottom line is, Rabbi Shua learned from the Achei of Kesef, the Imai Kifsa, and that's the case. Again, you don't need the Binyanav from the word set to teach me this Allah. So if Rabbi's Binyanav is coming to teach me the halacha of a non-kosher animal that was born from a kosher mother, albeit a non-kosher father, then it must be the like Rabbi Yeshua, because according to Rabbi Yeshua, I know it from somewhere else. So before we recap this, the Gemara says, is this last suggestion even possible? Could that even happen? Could a sus mate with a para and give birth to a child? What's the... Chiddush. One is a Tahira and one is a Tmeya. Is that possible? The says, and it is possible. Kaimelon, because we have a klal, the Iabur Mikolot Kirabshin. In other words, the Gemara now is being chaser. And the Gemara is saying that you're right. Tahira Mitmeya Mimi Abra can't be from a Susanapara. And the case must be a little bit different. The case must be where you had two animals, both of the same species of the kosher species. However, one of them had the simonim of a kosher animal, and the other did not have the simonim of a kosher animal. So, in order for an animal to be kosher, it has to have kosher simonim. What we're talking about here is where an animal was born, both parents are ksherim, but at the same time, it didn't have the simonim, chewing its cud, or the hooves are the way it's supposed to be. Meaning, it's a kosher animal based on min, based on species. However, it doesn't have the simonim. The halacha is that Reb Shimon holds that such an animal is a non-kosher animal. Rashi brings a whole sugim b'chayrez davav. We really the tanam debated this point, but if leave it to Reb Shimon, it would be a non-kosher animal. So the hechetimsa, where it's negaya, to tell me that if you have an animal that's non-kosher, that was born from a non-kosher father, kosher mother, it's taken not with the animals who are a susan apart. The case is where they're all from the same species. One had the simonim of a kosher animal, the other did not have the simonim of a kosher animal. The one that has the simonim of a kosher animal, the mother in this case was kosher. The one that didn't, the father was not kosher. The child that was born was not kosher. From the word Binyanav, this animal we view as Kalayim, being that Mitzada of, it's non kosher, Mitzada Aim, it is kosher, even though Be'etzim, they're from the same species, so it's not your prototypical Kalayim. But the bottom line is, the Allah is that this animal is going to be non kosher, and that's where it was Negea, Rabbah's Binyanav. So the bottom line is, Rabbah had a Binyanav. He has a rule that you're supposed to take with you through Shas. So before you take this klal and roll with it, you have to read the not-such-fine print, which is Bavakama Ayiches Amaral. I've talked away here in Perek Merubah. Because really, this rule is an oversimplification of the way this works. Why? 
Vitzanechad, you find that as it relates to Bavakama, the Sugi of Dal where it says the word said, this is why we're talking about this right now. It's not true. Poshit Nishlemis. The halacha is Lirabah is the Sakalayim. Why? Because it says the word Oi. As it relates to Kachim, but it's not learned out from Rav's Makar. In fact, Maisa Behema and Bechar, the same is true. Where again, although you find the word said, but at the same time, it's not going to be because of Rav's Binyanav. It's going to be because of Fashid and Nidrashis. But the bottom line is, Rav's rule does not apply over there. That the Gemara got a little bit stuck, and the Gemara said, Rav, you're giving me a rule from Shas. I don't even know where to apply it. The Maskana, the Gemara said, it's one of two choices. Either we're going to use this halacha to teach me that as it relates to Pidyon, Petachamar, which you're supposed to do with what? With a seh, the halacha is that it can't be Kalayim. What would be the source of that? Rava's halacha. Even that was very imperfect. And the reason it's imperfect is because there is a mandama, Rebbe Loza, in a Mishnah that says that you can. So the Gemara says, then where would it be Negeya? It would be Negeya, a different halacha. And that is, if you have a Tome that was born from a Tome and a Tahar, the halacha is you would not be able to eat that animal. That's something that you would not be able to eat. And even that, the Gemara said, is totally in a whole bunch of things. Number one, it's the Lake Rabbi Yeshua, because Rabbi Yeshua holds that that's true, but it's learned out from somewhere else. Additionally, the Gemara said it would only work, I'll leave it to Rabbi Shimon, because if the case is where one animal's kosher, one animal's not kosher, there's no such metzias. And if, must be, it's Negeya, where you have two animals from the same species, same kosher species, but one has the simonim of a kosher animal, the other doesn't, we'd be presupposing right now for treating this animal as kalayim, that the one that doesn't have the simonim of a kosher animal is taka, not kosher, which is something that's been machloike shnuye, mesechtes, pachayres, the bottom line is, negate vaita, boyirava, hareolai oilo, very interesting case. What happens if somebody says hareolai oilo? Vehifrashar, and he was mafrashashar, that he's going to bring for his carbon oil. Ubaach havagon voy, and somebody came, and stole. Rashi says that this boy of the Gemara is going to leave the Rav Shimon, who holds Kachim Shechayov and Bachriyusan. If somebody steals, he's a Fartigaganev. Pays Karen, pays Kefal. If he's Tavachom Machar, he's going to play Dawid Vehei. Meaning, we're talking about someone that stole Kachim Shechayov Bachriyusan in Rav Shimon's world. Okay, he's a Ganev. He has Tashlume Gneva that right now he has to pay. The question is does he have to give back a shark? Me Potter Ganav Nafshe Bekevis the Rabbanon. Could he, according to the Rabbanon, pay up his Chiyuv with a Kevis, with a sheep, or or maybe pay even with an Oilus Oif, according to Rabbalaz Ben Azariah? So who's this Rabbanon? Who's this Rabbalaz Ben Azariah? What's the background of the Shiloh, the Tanan? It's a Mishnah Mesechtis Menoch. It's a real light oil. Somebody says a real light oil. Yavi Kevis, you don't have to bring a. Shar, meaning if you want to bring a kevis, bring a kevis. said if somebody says if you want to bring birds, you can even bring birds. So what's the question? The question is as follows. Do we say shame This person said You stole it right now. You have a chivashava. Why? Because he's chayvachrayes. Really, it's kachim. But Rav Shimon has a sheet. The kachim shechayovim b'achriyusan. The halach is you have a chiv to return. So. Who said I have to return exactly what it is I took? Maybe, as long as I return something, that if the owner now has this, he'll be able to fulfill his hare'olai, 
that's enough for me to be Mekayim by Mitzvah Sashav. Right? Ordinarily, if somebody steals a shard, you can't be Mekayim by Mitzvah Sashav by giving him a bird. A shnar is worth $1,000. A bird is worth $50. So you can't go ahead and be Mekayim your Ashav by doing it in that way. But over here, what's the Chi of Momen? What's the Vaguna Mi Beisoish? Why am I responsible to even give you anything? I didn't take anything that belongs to you. What I took belongs to Hagdish. Amir Lagvaya was already Kimasir Lahadid. The reason is because it's Kachim Shachaya Bachriyu. Some Dabagarim Lamaman Kamaman. If you don't have this animal, you're going to have to replace it. Thus, I have to give you the replacement cost. So maybe if all I'm paying for is replacement cost, I can give you the minimum replacement cost. I have to replace something that's kosher as an oil. No, going to the Rabbanon, if someone says, I really oil, you can give it a canvas, that's the minimum you can give. So maybe I can be yoitzah with that. Rabbi Lozman Azariah says, you can even give a bird. Okay, maybe I should be able to give a bird. Being that the whole thin moment of this geneva is the replacement cost, so maybe I just have to give you something where you could be mekayim, you're here of replacement. What's the other tzad? Sounds like a very compelling tzad. Maybe you can tell him, I know a it's not the same. If I say a real and I give a shah, it's not the same as if I say a real and I give a bird. In one case, I'm a kayan, the bare minimum. In the other case, I'm a kayan, the mitzvah and abufchar. Maybe does gufa gate that rain in the chiyav ashava? At the end of the day, you took away my mitzvah and abufchar. Maybe that's something that you have to replace. Two very interesting studies. The Rishon, you hear the first side better from a chesh of Nishma perspective. Mitzvah and abufchar is very nice. You want to do the mitzvah the right way. Say that, but in Hilchas Chayish Mishpat, I have to make sure you don't lose. And at the end of the day, you're not losing. But I'm losing the mitzvah and I'm ufcha, right? But either way, this was the Shaila. So the Gemara says, Bosa the Ibaya, after Rava had this Ibaya, Hadar Pashta, he was Pashta, like Rava very often did. He had a before and an after. And he said as follows, Ganev, Potar, Atzmoy, Bekeves, Rabbanon. But Oila Sa'if, the Rabbi Lazman Azariah, he says, if a Ghanim wants to patter himself with a Kevis, the Rabbanon, something he could do with an Oila Sa'if, the Rabbi Lazman Azariah, that's something that he could do as well. Ravach, Brader of Ika, Masi Lobahed, Ravach, Brader of Ika, he had this Shaklavatariah that Rava spoke out in a little bit of a different Seder. He said, Oh, my Rava, Rava said, Mefurish, I really like Oila, the Hifrashar. If someone said, I really like Oila, and he was Mafrashashar, Ubach, Rabbi Gondway, somebody came and he stole it, Potter Atzmai, he could be Yoitsa with a Kevis Rabbanon, and he could be Yoitsa with an Oil Saif, What's the difference between the two Lashinas and the first Lashin? He wasn't sure. Falls into one of those Ravas that we have throughout Chas. That's not what happened. This was something Rava was very confident about from the beginning. It wasn't a Bayi Rava, Vahada Pashta. Rava knew exactly what the halacha was. Oh my Rava! And he said exactly what he said. The second part of the daf. What happens if somebody steals a Sharvisa and he sells it? He's over on the Umechari of the tire. But when he sold it, he didn't sell it 100%. He said, I'm selling you this animal. However, Chutz, I'm leaving out, Echad mi shabai, one hundredth of the animal. The Gemara will very much get into what exactly that means. Or there was a Shutfis in this Shar or Seh. The Gemara will very much get into what that means as well. If somebody wasn't a Mecharoi, but rather he was a Tfachai, Jumping from Mechira to Tvicha. And at the time that he shechted it, this Ganiv, the animal became an Avela, or Hanoicher. So, what does it mean to be Noicher, an animal? So, Rashi says, so He goes to the nostrils of the animal, he tears it vertically all the way down to the 
leva of the animal, or v'hamaaker, if he rips out the simonim of the animal, so kosher shechita is when you shecht it. And it, meaning the two simonim, the kan and the veshet, the trachea and the esophagus, roiv of the base simonim, that's what's considered shechita. So this ma'aker didn't shecht the simonim, he chapped with the simonim, but he didn't shecht it. Rather, he was oiker them. He ripped them out of the animal. So in all these cases, meshalim tashlume kefo, the enoi meshalim tashlume arba v'chamisha. So these are five different halachas related to dal v'hei. And all five of them, you don't pay dal v'hei, but they're all not the same. In fact, some of them are rather very different than the others. Two are talking about mechira. Three is talking about shechita. Someone sold chutzmi echad mimeya. And the latter three cases were Negei Tvicha, where you didn't have a kosher shechita. Either it was Nesnav L'Biyadai, or he was a Neucher, or he was a Ma'akr. Zok, the Heil Gigamar. Starting with the first part of the Mishnah. Mochroi chutz me'echot mimeya shabai. If somebody steals a Shavaset, and then he sells it, but he doesn't sell it 100%, he leaves over even 1%. Echot mimeya shabai. Da'alach is, you're going to be parted from Da'alvei. Zok the Gemara, ma'ay, chutz me'echot mimeya. What do we mean when we say left over 100? Amar Rav, Rav said, chutz mi'dover ha'nitter imay b'shchita. Rav said, it doesn't mean that this person left over any part of the animal. That in of itself won't necessarily exempt you from Da'alvei. But what it means is that what he left over was something that's nitar imay b'shechita. It's part of the animal that becomes mutter b'achila through the shechita. Meaning, part of the basra of the animal. So you can't eat meat of an animal before the shechita. Can you shear the wool of a sheep and have anah from it without shechita? Of course. Can you take the horn of an animal and use it as a shoifer even though you didn't do a shechita? So it's something that's nitar b'shechita that we're talking about that was excluded and it's then and only then that you're going to be potter from the alvehe. But if it's not a dover ha nitar imay b'shechita even though it was left out even though it's more than echad mimeya, it's irrelevant. That doesn't go into the computation, and Allah has you bichayv da'al bihay. As I helped Rav, Levi Yomar, Levi said, chutz mi gizoy Even if he left over the shearings, he says, I want to keep the wool for myself, you could have everything else. That would be enough to be excluded from da'al bihay. We have a Mufurish Abraisa that says what Levi said, and that is chutz mi gizoy That would be enough. Now the Gemara is going to bring a Abraisa that's going to bring three different pshatim in what chutz me echad mimeya is, and the Gemara is going to try to work it with the sheet of Rab and the sheet of Levi. If somebody sells an animal and he says, I'm selling it again, in the context of the al we're talking about a ganav, that I'm selling the animal to you, but I'm leaving back the hand of the animal. Chutz mi raglo, leaving back the foot of the animal. Chutz mi karna, the horn of the animal. Chutz mi gizayseh, the shearings of the animal. In Mesham Tashum, you don't have to pay dal al without even going weiter. Whose sheet is this? This is Levi's sheet. Levi says, doesn't matter what you leave over. Afilu gizayseh, is, you are going to be part from Dalvei. Rebbe, I mean, Rebbe says, Something that's ma'akiv in the shechita, you don't pay Dalvei. Something that's not ma'akiv in the shechita, then you do pay Dalvei. So what does it mean, it's not the same as the that we had a few lines ago. Rashi says, means a part of the animal that if it was not there at the time of the shechita, the animal would be a trefa. And as a result, it wouldn't be a kosher animal. So there's certain body parts of an animal, this is Eilutrephus 101, where if the animal has them, it's okay, but if the animal doesn't have them at the time of the shechita, it renders the animal a trefa. There's certain body parts where even if the animal doesn't have it, it's not a problem. So for example, if an animal doesn't have its hand, it doesn't necessarily make the animal into a 
a trefer, animal could live without its hand. And as a result, what Rebbe is saying is that when I look at what the definition of mechir is, what does it mean you sold the whole animal? You have to incorporate all the dvarim that are ma'akvim b'shchita. This is a little bit tricky. We're talking about mechira, right? But anything that's ma'akiv the shechita, when you're shechting, is going to be ma'akiv the mechira. So that if you left that part out, the mechira is not going to be a good mechira. But if it's a dovish in ma'akiv b'shchita, then it's not ma'akiv in the mechira, even if you leave it out. And as a result, yimasham tashlom abav chamisha. Shimon Allah, Imram Shimon Allah says, chutz mikarno in yimashalim tashlom abav chamisha. If somebody leaves out, even a dover that's not nitta b'shchita, even if a dover that's not ma'akib b'shchita, such as the carrot, the horn, the aloch is, you're not going to pay the alveh. Chutz mikizayseh. If, however, the only thing you left off was the wool, mishalim tashlum arbava chamisha, there the aloch is, you're going to pay arbava chamisha. So what are the three shittas in the b'raisa? The first shitta in the b'raisa, it doesn't matter what you leave out. Chutz yada, ragla, karno gizayseh, it's ma'akivin da'alveh. The second shitta is rebi, Rabbi says, a dover that's ma'akib b'shchita is a problem. So anything that would render the animal a trefer, that's when we're going to get involved in it being a problem if it's left out of the mechir. But if it's not a dover that's ma'akib b'shchita, it's not going to be ma'akib in the mechir as well. Rosh Hashim Allah, as I said, everything is ma'akib with the exception of gizaysa. Gizaysa is not something I'm worried about. So going back to our mission. Our mission said, mochir chutz mi'echa mi'meya. It's you're not going to be chayv da'al behe. It's ma'akir. Ma'i chutz me'echa mi'meya. Rav said it has to be a dover haniter b'shchita. If you left over some of the basar, that's when it's a problem. Anything that the shchita is matter, that's what's considered a shear. Levi said, echa mi'meya means afilu gizayseh. It doesn't matter what it is. So how do we now work Levi and Rav's pshad and our mishnah respectively with the three mahalchim that we have in the b'raisa? So bishlaim Levi, bishlaim according to Levi, ketanakam. He literally is the tanakam. What did Levi say? Doesn't matter what it is. That was the first sheet of the price. I feel karno doesn't matter what Ella the Rav came on. But according to Rav, Lahura doesn't shit with anybody, and the world doesn't speak out why it is that Rav doesn't shit with anybody, so we have to speak it out ourselves. The first sheet of of the Brisa was that it doesn't matter what you left out. That's clearly not the Shita Rav. The second Shita was Dover HaMa'akib B'Shchita. Now that's a little similar to Rav. We already addressed this. Rav said Dover HaNita B'Shchita. But Dover HaNita B'Shchita and Dover HaMa'akib B'Shchita is not the same thing. For example, the hand of the animal. The hand, if there's Basar there, so that's a Dover that's Nita B'Shchita, but it's not a Dover HaMa'akib B'Shchita. So it's not the same Shita. And finally, the third Shnita, which is Rav Shem Al-Lazar, he said that everything is Ma'akiv with the exception of the wool. Rav said, not everything is Ma'akiv, it's only a dover. Hanita B'Shchita, that's Ma'akiv. So who's Rav going to with? So the Gemara says, Ami Rav, do Amaki Haitana. Rav had a fourth Tana. There's another Brisa that addressed this that mentioned literally a fourth Shnita. The Tanya of Shem Al-Lazar, who's that fourth Tana? It's Rav Shem Al-Lazar. He said, Machra Chutz Miyada, Chutz Miraglo, in Misham Tashum, Yabav Chamisha. If you left out, the hand or the foot of the animal, you don't pay dal behe. Chutz mi karna, chutz mi gizah But if you left out the horn or the shearings, you will pay dal behe. What's the difference? The hand and the foot is dover hanita b'shchita, and the karen and the gizah are not varim hanitarim b'shchita. The bottom line is that fourth shita is the shita of Rav. It's true, Rav doesn't stim with any one of the. Th- Three shitas of the first b'risa, but he does shtim with the shita of the second b'risa. So in other words, the machloikis, Levi and Rav, is really a machloikis tanon. 
this is a ketanoi or a leimo ketanoi, but really it's a machlekes tanom. Levi shita is the first shita of the first brisa, and Rav is the shita of the second brisa. So now we have four shitas. What is the svaras hamachlekes, or maybe this is not a milsa atoli v'svara, but the makoyros of the four shitas? So the Gemara says like this: Tanakama sov. The Tanakama holds. What was the shita? The Tanakama it doesn't matter what you left over. It's the shita of Levi. Even if you left over gizoyseh, that loch is going to be excluded. It's because he darshin utfachay kuloi beinon umecharek kulo beinon. Just like we've had already a few times from the word utfachay, we learned that the ganze tviche has to be beiser. The same is true regarding umecharek. The Gansa Mechira has to be the Isser. So if you sold the whole thing, you're over. If you leave over something, so it's Chaser now from the Mechira, you're not going to be Chayv. Rebbe Savar, what was Rebbe Shita? Rebbe said, Dovra Ma'akiv Veshchita in Mesham Tashom Yabav Chamisha. It's totally in whether it's Ma'akiv and the Shita. It's because he darshan that although it says Umecharai Kulay Be'inon, but it says Utvachai Umecharai. And the juxtaposition between Tvichu and Mechira, that teaches me something. And we learn from here, Utvachai Midi Dahava Betvicha. So if you look in the Rishonim, it's a little megumgim, this line. But the punchline is very straightforward. And that is, So when is it that something's ma'akiv in the macharoi? When it's something that is shayich to the utvachai. So if it would be ma'akiv in the tvicha, then it's also going to be ma'akiv in the mechira. So dover ha ma'akiv betvicha is ma'akiv in mechira. Rav Shimon Alazar Savar, what did Rav Shimon Alazar hold? He said everything is ma'akiv with the exception of what? The wall. That's the only thing we don't care about. If you leave over the wall, it's going to be fine. The reason is because he's of the opinion that karna, even the karen, the horn, even though, when you see the word karna and Merupa, you don't think of horns, right? That's also a flask. Over here, you're thinking of the principal payment, but over here, it actually means the horns. So, karna, as it relates to the horn, although it's not a dover, but being that the loyal migzakaima, it's not something that necessarily you're going to take off, have shear. If you exclude it, it's going to be considered a shear. You're not going to pay the alve. Gizoyseh, however, the wool. Dilemekis kaimi, which you are going to shear. Loi have shear is not considered a shear. And therefore, you're going to pay the alve. Rashi says, Rav Shem ben Allah holds like the Tanakam. He holds that Be'etzim, everything should be ma'akev. Why? However, he holds in Svarah that you should only including that, something that's not at some point going to be Meshuyer anyways. Gizaisel, which is eventually not going to be part of the animal, so leaving that out can't be viewed as a shear. So as it relates to the horn, even though it's not a Dabar Ma'akibashchita, he doesn't care because he darshins like the Tanakhava. He just has a Svarab Alma that says, as it relates to Gizaisel, there it's going to be different. Says the Gemara of Idrich Tanadvei Rab Shimon Alazar, the second Brisa, which mentioned Rab Shimon Alazar, the second Rab Shimon Alazar, as we're going to get to in a second. What does he hold? Right, what was his shita? He's the shita of Rav. He holds Dover Hanita Beshita. So, where do you come up with that? He holds Yadaviraglov, the Tzrichi Tficha Habishir. Yadaviraglov, which has to come on to the Tficha in order for you to be able to eat it, that's considered a shear. As opposed to Karnevikis, which doesn't require Shrita, the Abishir, that's not going to be considered a shear. Pashit, he also darshins that although Mechare but at the same time it says Utfache. so Utfache has to teach me something so what does Utfache teach me? if you hold the Cheshben Rebbe said Utfache teaches me Dover HaMa'akeh B'Shchita he holds Rav does Dover HaNita B'Shchita or Rav Shimon Elazar holds it's Dover HaNita B'Shchita but at the end of the day these are the Mekairis to the four Shittas in the Brisa respectively so the Gemara says 
The Mishnah said, What does that mean? We wanted to try to make it work with some of the Bryces we were familiar with. What we came at is this four sheetas between two Bryces. Levi stims with the Tanakam of the first Bryce. And Rav stims with the sheet of Shimon Allah of the second Bryce. But the Gemara says one very technical problem. And that is, if you look at the names of the four sheetas, the first Bryce was the Tanakama, the anonymous Tana, Rebbe, Shimon Allah. Second b'risa, which is the fourth shita, was Rav Shimon Alazar. So two of the four shitas is the same tana. It's a fate to Gemara. Kasha the Rav Shimon Alazar, other Rav Shimon Alazar. But the Gemara, Treta Noiv, Alibi Rav Shimon Alazar. You have to say that there were two different Talmidim, Rav Shimon Alazar, and they had different messiahs of what it is that the Rebbe said. Zok the Gemara, Vaita, Tonu Rabbana, Nocha b'risa, Agoyin v'sakitas. If someone steals an animal, and the animal was an amputee, or the animal was lame, it couldn't walk, couldn't see. Or if somebody steals an animal that belongs to Shutfin, in all these cases, you're going to be Chayyavin. If Shutfin themselves steal, Pturin, the halach is, over there you're going to be Potter. So just to come up a breath, because the Gemara is going to now digress a little bit. What's the segue from what it is that we just said? So we're talking about someone steals an animal and then he sells it. Where if he was Meshire, could be even the wool on the animal. That in and of itself is going to be a problem. It's not going to be a proper Mechir. The Gemara brings a Bryce that says if someone steals a Kitas, Dalach is, he's going to be Chayef. Why is he going to be Chayef? It's Chaser. The Teretz is, because that's the animal that he stole. Over here, he stole an animal that was a Kitas. That's why it doesn't fall into the aforementioned issue. That's also why we're bringing the Bryce now. Now, the Bryce didn't just mention Agoyinavisa Kitas. Vesachigeres, Vesasuma. Or, if someone steals Behemas Shutfin, in all these cases, you're Chayiv. And then the Bryce mentioned the case where you're going to be Potter. Veshutfin Sheganvu. In that case, Talach is, you're going to be Potter. Which, by the way, also relates to one of the cases of the Mishnah. Because the Mishnah, after it said, Machir Chutz it was an example of So This is going to be the topic of the next several lines. If two shutfin steal, that that if two shutfin steal, that's the punchline. We're discussing the sugis of Dalvehe. So that Allah is, they're going to be chayyav. So we have a stira. Shutfin shagonvu peturim or shutfin shagonvu chayyav. I'm Rav Nachman. So Rav Nachman said, Loi kasha, kam beshutav shagonav mechaveir, kam beshutav shagonav mealmo. A shutif that steals from his friend. I Meaning you have two shutfim. I own half the animal, you own the other half the animal. And now, one shutif went and he stole from his chaver. He stole the other half of the animal, and then he was Tavachumachar. So there the halach is, he's going to be Potter. And the reason he's going to be Potter is, we've seen this already, because being that you have a right to do whatever you want with half of this animal, it's only on the other half that you don't. So it's for that reason you're going to be Potter from anything that happens. Even though on half the animal you're a gun of Tavachumachar, that's true, but at the same time on half the animal you're not. And being that half the animal, you're not. It's not kulei be'inam be'iser. And it's for that reason you're going to be potter. The b'raisa that says, shutfin shagon v'chayovim, that's talking about a shutif shagon av'me'alma. That's talking about, and this is a little tricky in the world of lomdas and Ray, where two ganovim went and stole. But one ganiv ki'ilu stole on behalf of the two ganovim, and then he went and he did the Tvichom Mechir. So you have Shutfim that stole. Right? How's it possible for Shutfim to steal? 
in Shilchid Varaveira. So it can't really be one person did it for the other. But the cases where Shutif was Gonav Me'alma, and there the halacha is if one of the two Shutfin would do a Tvicha Mechira, so the halacha is he would be Chayiv. And the reason he would be Chayiv is because. Over here, you don't have the cheshbin that I'm a balabas on half of it. You're not a balabas on anything. So what makes you a shut of shaganav? It's because you've got to have a partner in crime. Literally, in the Geneva. So being that you have a partner in crime, so therefore you're a shut of shaganav. But this type of shut of shaganav is going to be chayev. Says the Gemara, is that true? You would have thought that if a shutav steals from his friend, or not a shutav stole from his friend, meaning two partners in a shar and one decides to steal from the other. But rather, you have two people that go to Zaman and they're shutvin shaganvu. So you would have thought, Yehuchayavim, they should be chayiv. Talmud Loimar, it says in the Torah, Utfachai kuloi be'inavalakah. That Utfachai means it has to be kuloi be'isr. And in both of these cases, it's not kuloi be'isr. Now, why is it not Kula Be'isr in both of these cases? Shutaf Shagonu Mechavera, that's obvious why it's not Kula Be'isr, you own half of it. And Shutaf Shagonu, when one person does the Tvicha, it's also not. And the reason is because you have a Shutaf in your Gneva. So you're a Ganav on half the animal, but you're not a Ganav on the other half of the animal. So if you're a Ganav on half of the animal only, and then you do the Tvicha on the whole animal, so it comes out half the Tvicha is on the animal that you stole. The other half of Tvicha is on an animal that someone else stole. If Ruvain steals and Shimon does Tvicha, there's no parish of Dal Hey, It has to be a Tvicha on an animal that you stole. Now, half of the Tvicha is on an animal that you stole. But what do you see from this Brysa? Mefurish, not like Rav Nachman. How could you tell me that Shufin Shaganvu and then one of them goes ahead and does the Tvicha? The Allahi is that you're going to be Chayiv Dal Vehei. Why are you Chayiv Dal Vehei? The same Utfachai Kulay Be'inon by a Shutif Shagan Mechavera you have with two Shutfin stole and one of them went and he did the Tvicha. Elam Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman said, You have to say that the distinction that I made to answer the steer between these two Brysas and Shutfin Shaganvu. What was the distinction that Rav Nachman made? Shutaf Shagana Mechaveiroi or Shutfin Shagadvo Me'almo is a toss. There's no chilak. He seemed to flourish in this b'risa that in both cases there's a problem of Utfachai Kula Be'iser. If you own half, it's not Utfachai Kula Be'iser. And even if you don't own half, you stole together with the Shutaf, but at the end of the day, on the other half, you're not shaykh to the parish of Tvicha. It's only on half of it. Utfachai Kula Be'iser. So what then is the terrors to the original steer? Shutfin Shagadvo Pturim. It's as black and white as it gets. So what is the answer to the stira? So Mara says, Rav Nachman talking, Loi kasha, kam b'shutav sh'tobach l'das chaveroi, kam b'shutav sh'tobach sh'loi l'das It's talking both prices, that is, where a shutif was gone from someone else. Not mechaveroi. You stole it from a third person. Two shutfin, they schemed together to go steal somebody's shot. One person did it, they did it together. How do you make that work? But the bottom line is, we made that work. Now one of the Ganovim goes and he's going to do the Tvicha. If he did it B'Shlichus of the other Ganov, so then the Allah is, he's going to be Chayv Da'al Vehe. And the reason is because even though he's only a Ganov on half, but he's considered a Tovach on the whole. On his half, he's a Tovach, but as the Ganov. And on the other half, even though he's not the Ganov, but at the same time, when it comes to Tvicha, and therefore, we look at the Maisa Tvicha as being a Maisa Tvicha on that half as well. Thus, it's a Tvachai Kuloi Bi'inon. It checks off the boxes of being a Tvichas Eser, albeit for different reasons. On one half, it's 
based on the fact that I'm the gun of the Tavach. On the other half, I'm a shliach for your Geneva Tvicha, but the criteria is you need that the whole Tvicha should be Be'iser. And the whole Tvicha over here is Be'iser. It's one big grace at Tvicha Be'iser. I mean that it's one big grace at Tvicha Be'iser. Half because I'm a god of a tovach. Half because yesh lichut varaveru when it comes to tefillah. So therefore you're going to be chayef. And the brayser that says that you're going to be potter is talking about where the shulter was tovach shleilo das chaveru. Being that was shleilo das chaveru, so it was not done with a shlichus. You don't have the sugi of shulchut varaveru. You're only a god of a tovach on half. On the other. Your shutif was the ganav, and you were the tavach. You don't have utfach kudu bina miser, and therefore the Allah is going to be part of. Rabbi Yirmiya said, Rabbi Yirmiya had an ibaya, and this is classic Rabbi Yirmiya. Machuchus mishleishem yai. What would be if somebody was ganav and he was macher, and when he sold the animal, he said like this: I'm selling the animal to you, but for the first thirty days, I want to be able to do malacha with this animal. First thirty days, it should belong to me. Or, Rashi says, over here, the cheshben was, he sold the animal, but he told the person, you can only shech the animal. I get to work with the animal, you get to shech the animal. Now, the arrangement was, Rashi says, you can shech it right away. So it's a funny arrangement. So if you want to shech it, you can shech it today, stating that, until you shech it, it's going to be me. Or, what would be if somebody sold an animal, and the animal was muberes, it was a para. And he said, I'm selling the animal, but I'm not including the Uber. All three of these cases, is this a problem of sheer b'mechira? The Mishnah said, Is this a problem, or is this not a problem? So the Gemara elaborates a little bit on the last one. That holds that Uber's that the Uber's considered part and parcel of the mother Loiti There wouldn't be a Shiloh, the third Shiloh, that is. The Shire book, because for sure it's considered a Shire. How could that not be a Shire? It's the Yerech. If somebody would sell chutz from the Yerech, it would be a shir. So this is the Yerech. Kiti Bailach. What is the Shai? Leave the man down with The Shaila is, according to the man down with the Ubelabi What's the Lach? Do we say, keeping the Mechubar Bahavi Shir? At the end of the day, it's attached to the mother, so we look at it as a shir. Or do we say, keeping the Mifresh Minokai? Right now it's attached, but at some point it won't be attached anymore when the baby's born. So maybe we don't look at it as being a chalik. Ikidami, some had a different nusach of the two stodim. Of Rabbi Yirmiya, again, all on the side of Ubal Abiyarachimoy, but what the study Ashailah was. Kiva on the Labiyarachimoy, who do we say that being that Ubal Abiyarachimoy, Loi have a shir, it's posh, it's not considered a shir. Or do we say, Kiva on the Tzarech Lishtaruye Bahadabe Shrita, being that the Allah is that if a mother becomes a Shrita and there was a Uber inside of it, the Allah is that if you want to eat the Uber, you can eat it, even if it doesn't have a Shrita. It's known as the Ben Pekua. A lot of chulin and pechiris in today's da. But it's what's known as the Ben Pekua. So the halacha is, then, from that inyan, Zoysay Meres, that on some level, even if Ubuz Lab Yerachimoy, but there's a shaykhis. Because the shechit of the mama is going to be matter the uber. So I would think, therefore, if you're Meshire, the uber, even the uber labi yarechim, I command the shayr, maybe it's considered a shir. So the Gemara says, for Rabbi Yirmiya Shailas, this is usually the tarot, Rabbi Yirmiya Shailas. We don't know Rabbi Yirmiya Teiko. Tishbi, a tarot, kushes, we bias. This is something we're going to have to wait for Yo, at Tishbi for. But Rapapa, Rapapa Osen had a shayla. Going back to the case of Mechira with a shir, specifically a kitas. An amputee. Gunva, what would be if someone stole an animal? Kata, amputated one of its limbs. Umachra, and then sold it. Now, would you be chayiv dalvehe? Or would you not be chayiv dalvehe? So let's get this clear. If someone sells an animal and says, I'm selling it chutzmi yada, chutzmi ragla. 
So good. It's totally in the four cheetahs, but there's definitely a tzad to say that that's going to be considered a, a shear, and as a result, you're not going to be chayef dalbe. If someone steals a kitas, someone steals an animal that's missing yod of and sells it, it's mafurish abraisa, that lachas, you will be chayef dalbe. This iboy of Rapapa was, what would be if someone stole an animal that was not a kitas, so it's not like that mafurish abraisa, then kata, and then sold it. What's the tzad? Me, Amrina, do we say, my deganav, hoi loy zavin. Lamaisa, this chesorin in the mechira klape what it is you saw. You stole what? You stole, not a kitas. You sold, a little tricky, yes, a kitas. So as a result, maybe it's a problem. But there's no shear in the etza mechira. When you look at the shear, you look at it klape what you stole, or you only look at a klape what you saw. That's the suffix. So, Bayra Papa, mitzad the geneva, you didn't steal a kitas, so maybe it's going to be considered a shir. But mitzad the mechira, at that point, there was already a kitas. I wasn't mishire anything in the mechira, wasn't. I'm selling the kuchutz, that's not what happened. So, maybe it's a mecharikuloi. Maybe it is going to be a problem. Again, take utan rabbanon, gonav, if somebody stole, the nosan la'achar. And then, he took the thing that he stole, gave it to someone else. Now Rashi, if you look at the last line of Rashi, it says very clearly in Boktzayna, loy nosan b'matana. Nosan doesn't mean he gave it to him as a gift. But rather, he said, Rabbi, do you want to help me out a little bit? Can you please shech this for me? V'tavach. And the person went and he shechted it. Or gonav v'nosan again. Not b'matana. He stole, he gave it to someone, la'achem u'machar, and he told him to sell it to him. In other words, this is a ganav who did tfichu mechira al shlech. That's essentially what happened. Ganav v'hikdish. Or if somebody steals a sharvaseh and he was makdish the sharvaseh, ganav v'hikdish. Somebody stole a sharvaseh, he sold it, but he sold it by hakafa. So Rashi says, selling by hakafa means you sold it on credit. So you sold it, but you didn't get paid for it yet. Meaning you took a memo, you took terms. So eventually, hopefully you get paid, but in the vaila, you did it. Gana v'hichlif. Or if somebody stole an animal, and then he was machlif, the animal. Like a machlif part of a chamor. So he swapped it out. He did a chalipin, Rabbeinu Tam's shava b'shava. Gana v'nosan v'matano. Or if somebody steals, and he took the thing that he stole, and he gave it away as a gift. Someone stole an animal and he used it to pay up an, an old debt. This person had someone that he owed money, not because he borrowed money, but he did business with him, and he had an outstanding uh, accounts payable, so he used this now to go make his payment. Or somebody stole an animal and then he sent it to Shver as a matano. So in all these cases, you're going to have to pay So for all these things, you have to pay Dalvet. So what's the Chiddush? So the Gemara is going to say, but let's just analyze a little bit by ourselves before we see the Gemara innovating. The first part of the Brisa was talking about a good old-fashioned which is something we're quite familiar with, even though over here, the Gemara is going to say in one second, spoiler alert, that is the Chiddush of the Reish of the Brisa. The second part of the Brisa is talking about where a person went by himself, there's no Shlech involved, he didn't shecht it, he didn't sell it, but he did something that's me'inyan le'inyan ba'isa inyan to mechira. He was makdish it, or he sold it on credit. He used it for chalipin, he used it to pay up a loan, he used it to pay up an accounts payable. He gave it to someone as a matano, 
the Bryce is saying in all those cases, you're also going to be Chayv Dalvei. Now that's already a little bit of a Chiddush, because in the Torah it says with Tvachim Mechor, it doesn't say these things. Now we're familiar with this Chiddush, because we're holding knee deep in Merubah, and we know Mechir is Lavdafka. Anything that you do that involves transfer of ownership is going to be an issue. But again, without seeing the last few words of the Gemara, this is what's going on over here. Now let's see it inside. So what's the Chiddush of this Bryce? So Mara says, Gishmak, Ashmin and Reisha, the Chiddush of the Reisha is going to be Nassim Lachar, Vitovach, the Chiddush is And even though we call it my time, what's the reason? So we know there's a bunch of makaris. The Gemara only brings one. It says the juxtaposition between Tfich and Mechira teaches me Mechira always requires another party. If there's no one sitting on the other side of the table, you can't sell anything. We learn from there that Tfich can also be Aydeyacher. What's the Chiddush of the Seifa? So I would have said the Chiddush of the Seifa is that Mechira is Lavdachto. The Gemara doesn't even say that. The Gemara says the Iker Chiddush of the Sefer is gonna be Hikdish. That one case where you will Makdish it. And the Chiddush is Mali Machir Lehedid, Mali Machir Lashemak. Not the Chiddush is. The punchline is. The reason you're Chayiv is because Mali Machir Lehedid, Mali Machir Lashemak. The Chiddush that you would be Chayiv, so that already you have to refer to some of the earlier doctrine that we learned. This is something we've gone into already. But the bottom line is gonna be Hikdish. That's the Chiddush. And the reason it's a Chiddush is, meaning, what is Takab Shat? You're gonna be Chayiv. Mali machur lehedi, mali machur l'shmayim. It says a mechara. Mechara means you transfer ownership. Lav davke mechira. Even hektish, we view it as being a machur l'shmayim. And the halacha is, you're going to be chayiv.